Australia. How are you going? Hang on. How are you going? It's Tuesday, March 8th. I'm your host, James Clements. I'm a writer, Shim Tims. For whom Stephen wants to pay me that sweet, sweet folding stuff here in Larry Armour Studios in a hoodie and jeans. Got cold. <laughs> here hanging out, giving you the lowdown, all the ins and outs of the NBA season. It's all happening. And uh, we're ripping Australia a bit. That's what we do. It says it on the tin. And look, if you're uh, anywhere, anywhere along the what? The East Coast, up in the North. Queensland, New South Wales, hopefully you're safe, you're looking after yourselves, thinking of you all up there. Uh, today's show, Pop tied the all-time wins record, pretty neat, a couple of big men stating their MVP cases with Embiid absolutely demolisher rating, Chicago and Yoka putting on a clinic against the Warriors, Joker's just on one at the moment. Uh, all the other games from today, Kevin the NBA straight game wraps as well as a juicy slab of That's Not a Knife. Old mate, new mate, spot of the night, better than Lonzo Ball. We've got Yeah Nazi on Popular Opinion Day in our back tech house. We're serving up a flame field tech. Uh, there's Australian player watching a Shane Hill shoot a shoot, shoot your shot, light him up award to give out. A couple of uh, contenders, and we might do Bangers Day as a uh, as promised on yesterday's show, as a uh, precursor to great moments in NBA Australia stat history. Usually do that on a Wednesday. Might as well just do it for today. Uh, and we'll preview and pick all the games tomorrow. So that'll be nice. And that'll be it. So let's get into it. Episode 769. Nice. Of NBA Australia. Let's go. This is Matthew Delvedover, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack! Ah, uh, you better, especially for your basic maths. Um, I don't know the uh, clip floating around of Shaq and Kenny arguing about if it costs eighty bucks to fill up your uh, your car. Shaq arguing that it's better to let it get halfway down than put twenty bucks worth in it. And go from there. And everyone's like, Shaq, what the fuck? That's not how maths works. Uh, it's, in a, it's a wild two minutes though. Anyway, go check out the clip. Uh, also got to watch out for the attack of the uh, second straight day with the squid at home with me. So late show today. And we're going to fang through it as well. And uh, yeah, we'll see how we go. <laughs> we did watch a bit of hoops today, he and I. Ah, he's a good little hang. That three-year-old's probably watched more hoops than, like, any other kid in the world that, like, doesn't have a professional basketball player for a dad. Just saying. Uh, let's get stuck into today's show the way we start every show here at NBA Australia with the daily whip around. That's right, Pop. Big win over the Lakers today. Ties Don Nelson's all-time wins record. Uh, it's crazy to think that Pop did that with one franchise, whereas Don Nelson sort of uh, skipped around here and there, obviously, uh, famously coaching a... A couple of, uh, you know, pretty sick teams in the Warriors and well, Milwaukee, all that sort of stuff. Dallas. I do love that they brought him back to Golden State, that last sort of uh, stretch. <laughs> it's just like, oh, this is not going anywhere. <laughs> anyway, uh, Draymond. Uh, Steve Kerr was asked earlier today, oh, you get a, have you got a target date for Draymond coming back? Uh, and Steve Kerr was like, nah. No target date. And then Draymond was on his show saying, I'm targeting March 14 against Washington for my return. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> Love Draymond. The Lakers. The Lakers stink. So no LeBron James today. And the news sort of <laughs> just sort of trickled out. The Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. Uh, you know, the ex-fiancé of uh, Lakers owner, Jeannie Buss. Uh, basically... He was at the game against Golden State, and everyone's like, that's a bit weird, I guess. It's not that weird, because he did coach them with three titles, and then another two after that. That's kind of cool. <laughs> but still, here we are. They'd broken up. Turns out he's actually been in contact with Jeannie Buss all season long, helping out. So was Kurt Rambis. Aha, the Brains Trust. They're back together. Love to see it. I'll talk about that again later. And uh, Jarrett, go with the farewell and confirmed by the Cavs today that he's uh, got a fractured finger as well as a uh, quad contusion. So uh, he'll be out for a little bit. Sort of really stinks for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland! Because, goddamn, one of the great, awesome, fun stories of the season and it's just 
fucking injury after injury after injury for that team. So hopefully he's back soon. Hopefully it's his, uh, like the fact that it's his non-shooting hand, hopefully it means he comes back a little bit earlier than usual, but goddamn, that stinks. Right, game wraps from today. Game wraps, 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 game wraps. That's right, Atlanta, the Hawks lost. That's right, in Detroit to the Detroit Basketball Pistons, 113-110 in overtime. And what do I keep telling you? The Pistons aren't that bad. I'm not going to say they're good. I'm going to say they're not that bad because they're not. They're sneaky okay. I think they've actually won. Well, this is three straight. There's like six of their last eight. It's insane, but they're a kind of fun team. And they certainly play a lot fucking harder than Atlanta, I'll tell you that much. Uh, but this was a crazy game. Like, Hawks, mate, like, what are you doing? Look, they had two different shots to win it. Hunter splits free throws with no time left. We're going to overtime. And then they got smashed by Kay Cunningham and Jeremy. Jeremiah Grant hitting a big shot. I mean, seriously, Atlanta, at this point of the season, if you lose this game to Detroit, like, that automatically should give you the 9 or 10 seed. Like, you can't go any higher. Uh, you can drop lower, but, yeah, you shouldn't, you're not allowed to get a top 8 seed if you're losing to Detroit at this point. Trey couldn't buy a bucket. He had as many turnovers as made field goals. Um... Little else was going right for the uh, Hawks as well. And the Pistons are just kind of better. Like, no Kevin fucking with a sore shoulder, but still Hawks. What are you doing? I mean, that's just... If you seriously... Oh, nah, man, we're just waiting for the playoffs, bro. We made, like, the Eastern Conference Finals last year, man. Everything's now a bit more fucking boring. Then beat Detroit, you idiots! What are you doing? This is... It's just... What the hell was that? What was that? What the hell was that? Oh, Lord. That is ridiculous. I, I, ooh. Oh, Lord. Tell you what. Uh, so, Trey goes for 14 points on 20 shots. He shot 5 of 20. He had 5 turnovers. 12 assists. Missed 10 straight shots at one point. Brutal. Uh, 22 and uh, twenty-two and 6. Uh, 2 of 11 shooting from downtown from Bogdan, though. 17 and 11 for John Collins. That's a tile cocktail. 15 for DeAndre. Hannah. And uh, Gallo and Lou Will chucked in 14 and 13 respectively off the bench, but it just wasn't enough because Detroit are too good. They are. I love him. Cade, he had 28 and 10. He's awesome. Jeremy, Jeremiah, went 3-7 from downtown, 23-4 and 2. Tell you what, Marvin Bagley. I love that he's just putting up big numbers on a shit team. <laughs> As every classic number two pick or two. 19 and 10 off the bench. But Killian Hayes, looking pretty bloody handy as well. 13-4-6 for him. Uh, but my favorite today was Big Deke Bay. Why is that, Jimmy? Oh, he got nine points, man. What's that got to do with anything? I'll tell you what it's got to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know it. That's right. He went 3 of 11. Uh, Atlanta dropped the 31 of 33. Detroit. Three straight, 18 and 47 now. Crazy. My fucking over-under bet of Detroit is now suddenly in jeopardy of tw- over 25 wins. I think I might be all right, but geez, making me sweat. Philly, 121, beat Chicago, 106. This is a weird one. So the Squid and I were watching a bunch of this. No Vooch for Chicago. And the Sixers just sort of kept them at arm's length the entire game. Like, it was a bit of a smackdown. Like, it wasn't a shit pumping, but it was a smackdown. Um... The Bulls just felt a bit wonky all game, right? They never had much of a chance. Like, Damar and Levine and Kobe, Kobe White, they're the only ones who did really much. As a team, they went 8-24 from downtown. few just wonky turnovers. And, like, the Sixers are unbeaten with Harden in the lineup now. Like, they lost to the Heat the other day. Harden didn't play. Boom, here we go. Damar ends up with 23-11-8. Good game. 6-17 from the floor, though. 11-12 at the free throw line. Minus 11. Yeesh. Uh, 24-8-5 for Levine. Kobe at 19 off the bench, but just nothing else. So, yeah, without Vooch, you're going to get uh, walloped. Tristan Thompson was out there, and uh, that's not enough against Joel Embiid because he had 43 and 14 and two assists, two steals, and three blocks. <laughs> it's 100% like Joel Embiid saw Joker the night before, put up a massive, what, 46, 12, and 11, and just goes, eh, fuck that guy. <laughs> 43-14-2-2-3. Two, two, uh, 16-8-14 for Harden. He shot 5-15. Didn't matter. Maxi had, uh, what, 17-4? Not bloody bad. Matty T had 12 points. Flying in for giant slams. That was nice. Tobias Harris in his element. 8 points on 4-10 of 10 shooting. 
in his exact spot where he needs to be. Fourth or fifth banana. Getting paid max money. George Niang, 4-7 from downtown for his 14 points. Good win for Philly. Chicago dropped to 39-26. and 26. We're going to talk about them again later. Philly are 40-24. and 24. Cruising. Houston killed. They got straight killed. So he got straight killed. By Miami, 123-106. Victor Oladipo is back. You love to see it. Got a nice, uh, rousing, rousing. Uh, appreciative sort of uh, clapping and everything from the Miami faithful. Also, Big Buddha Galari was back from his personal personal reasons to leave, so you love to see that. Uh, but look, Houston got out to an early lead. The Heat literally just shook off their hangovers and went, right, fuck it, <laughs> and worked them. Outscored them 65-46 in the second and third quarters and ran away with it. Uh, the Rockets know Christian Wood, what ScoMo's got for abandoning the good people of northern New South Wales and southern Queensland. Uh, tell you what, didn't, didn't play. And I don't think it would have made much of a difference. KPJ had 22, went 5-11 on threes, 4-10 on threes for Jalen Green. He had 20. And Shangoon, just quietly, has been very, very good all season. Bit of a surprise one. Like, sort of hit his straps about two months ago. He's been solid the rest of the way. 13-8-3 and three from him. Uh, Butts had 21-7-4, but this was the... There goes my hero! Playing in Geelong! Uh, Tyler Hero had 31 points. He had 21 all in the second quarter. It was crazy. Also went 6-9. of nine. Nice. From three. Bam! Had 21 and 10, uh, 13 points. I'd like to have a beer with Duncan Robinson. PJ Tucker at 11 and 12. Victor Oladipo! Victor Oladipo, 11 points, 4 of 7 shooting, 2 of 3 from downtown, 4 assists. You love that he's back. I think it's great. Larry went 0 of 3. All from deep. He had 5 assists. He was a plus 16, though. Anyway, it was Houston. Who gives a fuck? 16 and 49 for the Rockets. 44 22 for the Miami Heat. You love to be in a position where your uh, record is double. Wins of your losses. Portland got fucking demolished by many. This was a shit pumping. So he got straight killed. To the point where Pat Bev in the fourth quarter, who was playing and had played and was still playing in the game as an active player, was shooting the T-shirt cannon. That's when you know it's a shit pumping. That's a paddling. Uh, 124-81. Yep, this is tanking. Beautiful tanking by Portland. Mwah. Smashed from the get-go. Blazers literally couldn't hit. They shot 27% as a team. 27%. Could you imagine having paid money to go to this game? Oof. Brandon Williams had 27 points. That's right. Undrafted rookie Brandon Williams leading the way for the Blazers. Trenton Watford had 11-7-3. Josh Hat shot 2-12. I'm going to talk about the rest of that team in a bit. Uh, 27-13 for Cat. 19 for Malik Beasley. There you go. Uh, he went 5-14 from 3 and 18 off the bench for Naz Reed. He's having a great year. Portland dropped to 25-39. Mm, that's good tanking. Uh, the tricky part is, like, how far can they tank... Who are they trying to tank to stay under? They're fine. Like the Kings, they've got to keep tanking though because they do need to slip underneath the Spurs and the Kings uh, who are very, very quickly going to hit the realisation that the Pelicans are a substantially better team than they are and are going to start up their own tank engines anyway. But Portland, this is how you do it. (laughs) They've lost five on the trot now too. And uh, meanwhile, the Wolves won five on the trot. And of course, it's back-to-back wins against Portland and... We mentioned, what, on yesterday's show that now they've got a couple of easy other ones as well right there for the taking. Can they do it? Oklahoma City and Orlando need to win these ones, Wolves. Off we go. They're 37 and 29. Hanging tough. Oh. Uh, Dallas, they beat Utah. It's the Yaz. It's a soft J. A 111 103 win. Big win for the Mavs, too. Jazz had most of their dudes um, and still got outworked, outmuscled, and outplayed. Like, Dallas dropped 20 in the fourth. And uh, then it was all the way down to seven after they sort of... They hit a couple of big daggers in the middle of the fourth quarter and Luca's just like fucking basically placing his nuts ever so carefully on Rudy Gobert, the Stuffle Tower's forehead. And uh, all the way he come back down, comes back down to seven, but Luca steals a pass from Donnie Mitchell, throws an oop to Finney Smith. Love his hustle. He played an awesome game during Finney Smith, actually. And then Boyard misses a three. Luca gets fouled, makes the free throws, pack her up. This series has been awesome, Utah-Dallas. Now they're like the, what, four five seeds? And they're like a half game splitting them. And I think all three of the games so far, I think it's been three, uh, have been like decided by not a giant amount. And that's always good. Yeah, it's been like 120-116, This was the biggest win out of all of them. Crazy. Either way, for the Yaz, Donnie Mitchell couldn't get anything going. And that was kind of the problem. Like 17 points on 19 shots, not ideal. Nine assists, two of nine from downtown. 12 points, 13 rebounds, 3 bucks. We're good to go back. Conley had a shocker. 1-7 in his 26 minutes. Boyan 
having mashed in 11 threes yesterday, uh, went four of eight from downtown. Actually hit some twos, though, in this one. Goes 7-11 eventually. Uh, Royce O'Neill, 13-5. Jordan Jeremy Clarkson with 19. He only went one of three from deep. And if Jordan Jeremy Clarkson's not knocking in from downtown, it's just about over for the Yaz, especially if Donnie's not having an efficient night. And nor is Conley. Uh, the Mavs, 17-46 from downtown. You love that. 17-46. Luka Doncic, 35-16-7. What a game. 5-11 from downtown. As I said, ever so carefully placed his nuts right on Rudy Gobert's head as well. Uh, 23 points and 5 and 9 from deep for Spencer. Spencer! Spencer Dinwood, he crushed it. 21 points for Dorian Finney-Smith. He went 4 of 10 from downtown as well. Love it. 13 for Dwight Powell. Maxi Kleber. Hello, it's Maxi. Yes, this is me. It's Maxi. Uh, what did Maxi do? Oh, he had 8 points. What did he really do though? Yeah, get it. Get it, Maxi. You know it. You love it. Maxi Kleber goes 3 of 11 for his 8 points. Utah dropped to 40 and 24. Dallas move up to 40 and 25. That's right, a half game back. Love it. Pretty bloody good. Ah, the Lakers. The Lakers. The Lakers stink! And got beaten by San Antonio. 117-110. Boom. No LeBron. No AD. LeBron's knee was a bit sore, bro. Oh, bro, did you see that 56 I put up against the Warriors, man? That broke our losing streak. They don't need me against San Antonio. Oh, fuck, we lost. Uh, the Spurs did try to lose this, though. They blew a 14-point lead. Uh, sorted out in the fourth quarter, though. DeJunte Murray just sort of uh, went, right, no, we're not fucking losing this. Uh, not a surprise, though. Like, the Lakers are rolling out lineups of Mallow, THT, DJ Augustine, Avery Bradley, Stanley Johnson. Like, those lineups sucked. Like, eight years ago. They're not better now. And here we are. What a shit show. So, Pop ties Don Nelson. They run away with it. Rusty's getting into Argy-Bargy with some fans. Uh, he had 17 points. Shot 5 of 14. 0 of 2 from downtown. That'll show him, Russ. That'll show him. Don't call me Westbrook. Don't shoot 5 of 14. <laughs> 10 rebounds, 6 assists, 5 turnovers. Ugh. That'll quiet the haters. Uh, Malik Monk had 17 points. He shot 8 of 22. Oh, brutal. THC had 18, 1 of 5 from 3. Carmelo Anthony had 17 points. And, yeah. It's like found money when Melo's in, like, 17-point range and you lose by 7. Uh, DeJunte Murray, 26, 10, and 8. Uh, brutal. He is such a fucking weapon. I love him. 18 and 5 for Josh Richardson. He goes 4 of 5 from downtown. Uh, teenage Mutant. Yaka Purtle. 18, 8, and 4. 13 points for Calden Johnson. Thanks for coming, Calden. Also shot 5 of 13. I'll tell you what, though. It was bloody good to see Rock'em, Sock'em, Block'em, Jock'em, Landale out there again. 13 minutes for Jock. He had 8 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. He was awesome. Love it. LA now 28 and 36. The Lakers stink! Just say that again. 28 and 36 for your Los Angeles Lakers. And the San Antonio Bandera Spurs are 25 and 40. That's not how you tank. What are you doing? Denver! Bounce back on a back-to-back. Huge win. After a huge win yesterday. 131, they beat the Warriors. 124. No Steph, no Clay, no Wigo for the Warriors. They're resting them all for this game. Uh, They're on a back-to-back, so they all just stayed away. Stayed at home. Uh, They did their typical... uh, fight tooth and nail thing though the Warriors and that's kind of what they do like it's always tricky when the Warriors go we're sitting everybody and you're like well I should bet against them and uh, I think if you had Denver minus eight and a half today Jordan Poole fucked you right at the end by just hitting a meaningless two Uh, I think our pick yesterday was Denver minus nine and a half anyway uh, so it didn't really affect it too much but still that would have been annoying not saying anything, fucking Joseph. Anyway, <laughs> but Joker stopped fucking around and then they found out right at the end and uh, they ran away with it. Big win for Denver. Um, just sort of on a back-to-back, they just did enough. It was great. Uh, Jordan Poole goes for 32. Moses Moody, Moses Moody, Moses Moody. Goes 5 or 12 from downtown for his 30. Poole hit eight threes. That was awesome. Anyway, 13-11 for uh, Kevon Looney and Cumbucket. Got six of nine shooting. Nice. 316-14, Jonathan Kaminga. Uh, the Nugs, Joker, with a fuck you, 32-15-13. and 13. He is just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Back-to-back nights, back-to-back triple-doubles, back-to-back pulls out and saves his team. 18 for El Jefe Green, 18-5-7 for Monty Morris. 
And Austin Rivers, the most punchable man in the NBA, 15 points as well. Davion Reed had 17, went 5 of 7 from 3 as well. Golden State now 43 and 22. Tell you what, that's not good because uh, remember how Golden State were fine? And, uh, yeah, now they're not <laughs> because that is five straight losses for the Warriors. And I'll tell you what, in terms of the standings, we were talking about yesterday how it's like, oh, wow, the Grizzlies are weekend losers because you were right there and you were the two seed. Well, guess what? They didn't even play today and they're back up to the two seed. So you'll take that. And uh, meanwhile, Denver, speaking of like sticking right there, they've won another three on the ro- in a row. Uh, they're still only a game back of the Mavs in the five spot. So they're in six. And that's a big win on a back-to-back. Huge, huge stuff. 39-26. Good on you, Denver. And finally, the New York City Knickerbockers of New York City beat Sacramento 131-115. Jimmy, that's a bit, bit, bit fine, right? No, this was something. The Kings were up twenty with a minute left in the second quarter. It was still fifteen points at the half, and then the Kings just went, "Ah, oh, we've won this," and no one bothered to actually tell them there is an entire second half of basketball you need to play, because then the Knicks came out of absolutely fucking nowhere, took the lead with four minutes left in the third. It was like a 34-17 run in eight minutes. It was unbelievable. Ends up 44-24 for the quarter. The Knicks lead by five going into the fourth quarter. Boom. The Knicks, the Kings just laid down like a tired old dog. I've had a big walk. I was going to go to my bed. I was going to curl up and lay down and rest my head on my paws. It's like, no, you're a professional basketball team. Not an old dog, Kings. What are you doing? 68-35 68-35 run in the second half. The Suvlaki King gets booted at that point. The Knicks are up 14. You're like, oh, my God. And the Kings just fell apart. They gave up 83 in the second half. They got outscored 83-52. to Julius Randle had 46. Absolutely fucking demolished and demolisherated them. There you go. And uh, barely played in the fucking second quarter because he was in foul trouble. It's insane. Darren Fox was 24-7. Suva has 19, 13, and 5 before getting kicked out. Uh, it was a bit of a shit call, but either way, Harrison Barnes, the Black Falcon, 23 points, 13 points from Don Baby Vincenzo. But the Knicks, 18 to 42 from downtown. Randall. Randall goes for 46. 8 of 16 from downtown. You love to see it. 18 of 31 overall. 10 rebounds, 2 assists, are still in a block. RJ Barrett goes for 29 as well. You love to see them when they're both firing up. 11 to 21 shooting for him. Eight rebounds, six assists. 15 for Don't Google Me, Evan Fournier. Uh, IQ goes for 27, six and four. He was awesome. Just kept getting the line, kept pushing him, pushing and pushing. And uh, what a win. I mean, the Knicks, the season's cooked. But it's wins like this where you're like, ah, oh, maybe the Hawks will fuck it. <laughs> Sacramento drops at 24 and 43. The key, the Knicks, I mean, 27-38. It's just the Spider-Man meme. Kings and Knicks have just fucking futility, but unbelievable. Anyway, NBA Australia approved performance of the night. <laughs> That's not a nice. That's a nice. I'll tell you what, what a great day for big performances. We just had a massive weekend for them as well. So, Luca. Goes for 35, 16, and 7. Three steals and a block. He has more rebounds than Rudy Gobert. Uh, I just mentioned Julius Randle for a career-high 46 in that wing win over the Kings. 46, 10, and 2. 18 of 31 from the floor. 8 of 16 from 3. Unbelievable. But I kind of feel like today just still owned, was owned by the big fellas. Joel Embiid, 43, 14. Two assists, two steals, three blocks. 15 and 27 from the floor. 12 of 16 free throws. Unbelievable. And then the Joker. 12 of 17 from the floor. 32, 15, and 13. Unbelievable. I think Embiid just like looking at Chicago going, oh, you don't even have Vooch. I fucking love killing that guy. Uh, 43 and 14 anyway. Boom. Fuck off. Uh, so I'm going to rank it Embiid, Joker, Randall, Luca. But in terms of like just big ball maneuvers, probably Luca jumps above Randall. Because Randall just like sort of saved a game out of everywhere, out of nowhere, and it's against the fucking Kings. Luca just went toe to toe. He's calling switches on Rudy Gobert, flopping, causing all sorts of havoc. Just getting into that MJ mode of just I'm going to start creating fucking beefs with random motherfuckers and then tear their hearts out. That's what Luca did. 
So let's say Embiid, Joker, Luca, and Julius in that order. What a day, though. You love to see it. Spud of the night, though. Spud, 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 Usually it's an individual award. You could say that Jake Lamb going one of six today, Belly Belicher going one of six. Oh, it's pretty notable. Uh, not as notable as an entire team shooting 27%. 27%! Is not, they went 23 of 83, the Portland Trailblazers. And we don't like to shit on the young dudes here on Spud of the Night, but Elijah Hughes, 0 of 4. Old thrift shot, Benny McLemore, 0 of 2. 0 of 7 for Greg Brown, the third. What is it, the third? The third best in his family at fucking shooting. Drew Eubanks, a.k.a. Drew Banks, goes 1 of 6. So just with those folks combined, that's 1 of 19 shooting between those four dudes. You include Josh Hart, it goes 2 of 12. That's 3 of 31. What? <laughs> 3 of 31. Throw in some Keon Johnson, you got 6 of 45. Oh, Blazers. I mean, this is such a fucking just effortless performance of just sheer shitness that it's almost got to go there. This is going straight to the pool. 27%. That is how you tank. Uh, who's old mate no mates, though? Old mate no mates. Old mate no mates. Old mate no mates. Who's got no mates today? I mean... Russell Westbrook, uh, copping Westbrook from the crowd and him arcing up about it, going, I'm not going to let anyone call me Russell Westbrook. All right, well, don't miss, his, miss so many fucking shots. Um, don't disrespect on my name. It's like, yeah, you do make a fair point. That's that's fine. Uh, and I do like that he's out there going, having a bit of a back and forth with some of the fans. Very, very old mate, no mates vibes, though, because, like, no one else is stepping up for Rusty on that Lakers team. It's like it's in San Antonio. The clowns, like, yelling out the Westbrook shit are right, right there. Russell's talking at him, and none of the other Lakers give a fuck. That is some old mate, no mates vibes. Uh, Tristan Thompson, definitely old mate, no way, no mates uh, today against the Sixers. He waved off uh, being subbed out by Billy Donovan. So he cops his fourth foul. He's like, nah, nah, I've got this one, coach. Boom. Literally two seconds later, Tristan Thompson got his fifth foul. That is just some... Ah, oh, that's right. This is Tristan Thompson. One of those great moments for the uh, <laughs> for the Bulls. Ah, uh, we now realize what we've got ourselves into. But old mate, no mates as well. He's your fucking mate. Is Rudy versus Luca. Love this one today. They fucking hate each other. The Slovenian, the Frenchman. This is great. Like, Luca calling out... Uh, for Rudy on a switch late in the game, well, halfway through the fourth quarter, it's like a 13-point game, fucking just drops Rudy with a dagger three over the top of him. It's like, this is a dude who's like a foot taller than Luca. (laughs) He just fucking smashed it. Um, And Luca doing the flopping, some elbows being thrown. Luca thinking that he'd gotten Rudy tossed out of the game, but he didn't because they're like, that was incidental contact. Luca, you flopping boosh. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so it was definitely some, I fucking hate that guy. He's your fucking mate. Pull, pull, Boyan, tell your mate fucking Rudy to pull his head in. And Rudy's like, I should not put my head in. I am this defensive player of the year. Who is this little Slovenian fuck? Huh? And away we go. Love it. Pantsing of the night. Pat Bev using the T-shirt cannon, as I mentioned earlier. <laughs> He played in the game, and halfway through the fourth quarter, he's like, oh, I'm good. Let's shoot some fucking T-shirts in the crowd. That's how much they were shit-pumping the Trailblazers. That is, when you have a dude who's playing in the game just going, fuck it, and just going over to like the event entertainment crew to shoot the T-shirt cannon, that's a pantsin. Finally, better than Lonzo Ball. Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you're going to get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros, now I can be average. We're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. I want to uh, shine a little bit of a light on Cade Cunningham because it's going to pop off in the next few that, you know, rookie of the year. Oh, Cade's making a run. He had 28 and 10 today. I mentioned that. Uh, six rebounds, one steal, a block. He was a plus 11 in a game they win in overtime. It's because he had 28 points. He had 15 points in the fourth quarter and the OT. Like, he took over that game. It was unreal. 
I love Cade Cunningham. I got a lot of fucking time for Cade Cunningham. Uh, so I enjoyed that. But he also was a number one pick. So I think that automatically kind of disqualifies him from better than Lonzo Ball. So how about we just give this to uh, Moses Moody, Mrs. Moody, Mrs. Moody, Moody, Mrs. Moody, uh, who had 30 points. That was awesome. He went off. I was watching that Nuggets uh, Warriors game. It's like, is that Moses, Moses Moody, Moses Moody, just going ham? And it was. So good on you, Moses Moody. Today, better than Lonzo Ball. Uh, this is me and ours right after this. This is David Anderson. You're listening to NBA Australia. All right, let's go. We're flying through today. Yeah, Nas brought to you by the DailyLiquor.com from East Night Brewing. That's right. You can still get around some beer rows right now. Bring the bottle out of your door. Don't go to the bottle over itself. You'll get the Omicron. Fuck that noise. Uh, get your beers, your wines, your cocktails, everything you need for any sort of party. Anything. Just a chill Saturday night. Whatever. Go to thedailyliquor.com, bang in the code STRAYER, and you'll get a free six-pack of the Dos Blocos XPA as well. That's a great drinking beer. Don't that much. Uh, so this is for the Melbourne metro area. Same-day delivery if you order before noon, so go get around it. Daily, thedailyliquor.com. Boom. Off you go. Smash that code STRAYER. Free six. Right. Yeah, Nas, so where we take some NBA storylines, decide whether they're more yeah or more nah. Number one, Jimmy, should I be concerned that the Bulls never beat anyone good? Yeah, nah. Yeah. I mean, I think we sort of covered this one off last week. It's like, oh, well, I don't want to judge them until they're like, you know, full strength. But at this point, they're 0-9 against Miami, Philly, and Milwaukee. And 0-14 against the top three seeds across both conferences. Almost by mistake, you should at least beat one of them. Like, holy shit. 0-14 across the top uh, three seeds in both conferences. That is insane. They're 0-4 against Philly this year. That is uh, not great. <laughs> like, Philly just looking at them going, mmm, barbecue chicken is not ideal for your playoff chances, uh, Chicago. I'm just saying. And, like, we do know that it's kind of, like, going to be a uh, a weird um, Rubik's Cube kind of, of uh, matchups in the East of who you want to play, who you will want to play, who you won't want to play, etc. But, yeah... Chicago not beating any of the good ones. I'd be starting to get a bit worried. <laughs> 0-14. Fuck. Uh, number two, is it a bad thing if your brain's trust is Phil Jackson and Kurt Rambis? <laughs> yeah, nah. In 2001, maybe not. In 2022, yeah, it is. I think we've got a pretty large amount. Look, I think this sort of shit tends to be overblown. It's like Jenny Buss going, Hey, Phil, what do you reckon... Have you got any uh, advice dealing with these sorts of things? And Phil, in all of his inestimable wisdom, his 11 rings, six with the Bulls, five with the Lakers, he'll fucking prattle off some shit. And you're like, there's probably a bit of wisdom in there. As long as he's not the only voice you're hearing, like, it's probably not a bad thing. The problem is, the other voice that is right there next to him is fucking Kurt Rambis. That is what much more of a problem, if you ask me, because I think... We've literally got uh, decades-long worth of uh, evidence that Kurt Rambis fucking sucks <laughs> as a coach in a fucking franchise across the board. Like, unbelievable scenes that he's even still being trusted to sort of be like have a voice in the Lakers, and it's like a testament to the power of friendship, I think, in that Jenny Buss's best mate is Kurt Rambis's wife, Linda Rambis, and that's why Kurt Rambis has a fucking voice for the Lakers. There's no other real reason behind it. So, God, he's got a great track record. No, he doesn't have a good track record. He's got a fuck track record. Fuck him off. I think, Phil, you at least give him some weight, but Kurt Rambis, get the fuck out of here. Uh, last one, it's nice that the Knicks won two games in a row. Jimmy, are they still a bit uh, bit of a threat? Yeah, nah. No, they're cooked. Um, <laughs> they're still five games back in the loss column, I think, of the Hawks for the 10 seed. Like, I think it would be amazing if the Knicks now made a huge run. And I kind of said it before the All-Star break. It would be awesome if out of nowhere the Knicks just went, fuck it, and pulled it together. But it hasn't looked that way. But, you know... Two wins on this little uh, road trip of theirs, and you're like, okay, they nearly beat the Suns. They sh- should have beaten the Suns. And had they have beaten the Suns, I think this entire equation changes pretty substantially. Four and a half game back, four and a half games back of the Hawks, but five games in the loss column. 
Brooklyn, look, they might still keep dropping. Who knows? The Wizards are in between them as well. You got a couple of teams to jump. I just can't see it happening. But look, would it be sick if like the Knicks rattled off a what? 18 and <laughs> 4 run to finish up the season? 14 and 4 run? Four, uh, 16 and 4 run. There you go. 15 and 4 run. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go Knicks. Uh, but I can't see it happening. I think they're cooked. I think it's just kind of neat that they just did that today as a Sacramento. Um, by the opinion of the day. Now look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Uh, Russell Westbrook says his family don't want to go to games anymore, and it's super upsetting. I don't want to bring my kids to the game because I don't want my kids to hear their dad getting called names. So, I don't know. Don't take your kids to work. And maybe don't play like shit. And you know me, I'm a Russell Westbrook apologist. Fucking love the guy. Love him. But if you don't want to get fucking heckled, A, don't play like shit, and then don't take your fucking kids. If you don't want them to hear their dad fucking being roasted for sucking at his job, which he objectively has this year. Ugh. I mean, that might be unpopular, but I'm just saying. All right. Uh, and finally, yeah, back to girls. It's Tuesday at Outback, and you know what that means? Oh, time to get back on seek.com.au. Or start putting in ads in Classified. Do they still have them in the papers? I don't know. Either way, it's because each week, today's special rips through our fucking kitchen and takes about four or five of my staff with it. But it is delicious. Our cassowary casserole, that's right, the world's most deadly bird. Only at Outback. And today's flame grill take is... Greg Popovich is vastly over-fucking-rated. Don Nelson got 1,335 fucking wins without ever having a player as good as Tim fucking Duncan on his team. Only at Outback. To be honest, that was kind of like a little... (laughs) No, Pop's not overrated. He's one of the, what, two greatest coaches in NBA history? Three, if you want to count. Red Auerbach, Phil Jackson, and Pop. Um, But at the same time... Kind of half believe that. I mean, how's his successes without Duncan? Just saying. Australian uh, <laughs> Player Watch. <laughs> right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. 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 All right, Australian Player Watch today. Aussie Matty 2, Matisse Seibel in that win over Chicago. I mentioned that he was awesome. He played 28 minutes, he had 12 points. And uh, goes one on one from three. I always love that. But more importantly, three of four at the free throw line. I just love him. Four of five from the floor. One on one from three. Three of four at the line. 12 points, one rebound, and one absolute redonkulous slam. Love that. Uh, Josh Green. Who's Josh Green? 18 minutes in that win over Utah for Greeny. Four points, two of five shooting, 0 of two from downtown. But he did have three rebounds, three assists, and two steals. Greeny, you menace. You love it. Obviously, that came after his career high of 12 rebounds the other day as well. So, But uh, two turnovers today. Uh, we got some news on Josh Giddy. Maybe should have mentioned this at the top. But either way, Giddy up. Uh, no update for another couple of weeks on his hip, they reckon. Mark Dagono and the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder Brains Trust basically realizing that they're costing Giddy Rookie of the Year. Or his hip is, uh, you know, as they tank and they load manage his hip. Um Either that or the hip is actually pretty fucking serious. So hopefully, prayers up, the kids is all right and the hip is okay. But that sucks for his rookie of the year chances just in general, doesn't it? Uh, and finally, rock him, sock him, block him, jock him, Landale. Big cock jock. Win over the Lakers. He got out there for 13 minutes today. Absolute classic. 13 minutes, eight points, four rebounds, three assists and a block. Uh, four or five from the floor. The one shot he missed was a three. Over one from downtown. It was a plus 13 in 13 minutes. That is fucking awesome. Great stuff. Big cock jock. Lando. Right. It's Tuesday. Let's do a Shane Hill shooter shoot shooter shot. Line him up award. He threw it down. Are you healed? Are you healed? Praise the Lord. I'm healed. Praise the Lord for I'm healed. It is the Shane Hill. Shooter shoot. Shoot your shot. Light him up award. 
All right. Uh, this is a great one. Bojan Bogdanovic, as mentioned yesterday on yesterday's show, um, hits his 11 threes, right? He didn't make a two, which is crazy. It's the first time ever someone's hit 11 threes without making a two. <laughs> That's sick. Took 19 shots, 18 of them which were from uh, downtown. And he goes 11 of 18 from downtown. <laughs> 11 of 19 on the night. No one's ever done that before. 11 threes. Bojan. I love it. And uh, the fact that I met him once and you're like, wow, he is a bit sneaky tall. Good on you, Bojan. Love it. And uh, there's some great stats from Bojan as well. Like The catch and shoot stuff is fucking through the roof. Literally, as soon as he touches the ball to dribble it, it's like, pack her up, boys. We're going home. And uh, a bit of another Shane Hill shoot, 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 line him up award. Uh, James Harden tied Reggie Miller for third on the career three-pointers list. Uh, in the first quarter today for the Sixers. And then uh, big step back. Love to see that. Harden. That's uh, that's pretty big time. When you're in the top three for an all-time stat, like, that's pretty fucking sick, bros. I'll just say that. So one of five for today, though. So he didn't go past him, but he tied it with uh, 2,560. Unbelievable. Right, should we do the Bangers Bangers Day uh, NBA Australia great moment in NBA Australia stat history? I reckon we bloody well may as well because it's one of the great moments in NBA Australia stat history. Great moments in NBA Australia stat history. So this is the thing. Two days, uh, two years rather, since... Aaron Bangers Bane delivered one of the single greatest games in NBA history. Where he goes 37, 16, 1, 1, and 2. Let's do Bangers Day, as NBA Australia never forget. You little ripper! It's the second anniversary of a day that if those clowns up in Canberra had their wits about them, would have already been declared a public holiday. Bangers Day, we'd call it! A day where all of us could sit down as a nation, relax with 37 exact beers each, and regale the future generations with the story of how the man from Mariba, the human cement mixer, Australia's greatest folk hero, Aaron Bangers Baines, became an icon for the ages. Because that's right, none of us will ever forget where we were two years ago, where, despite being a cement mixer that someone had put an NBA jersey on, Big Bangers went absolutely bloody spare against the Portland Trailblazers, shooting 12 or 23 from the field, and a jaw-dropping 9 for 14 from downtown for not only a career high of 37 points, but a new NBA record for made threes by a center. Nine fucking threes! Mate, that is way more bonkers than that chicken year nine at my high school and nearly stabbed a teacher. (laughs) Fucking Juanita. Anyway, and showing that he possesses more tools than a Chilton chippy, Bangers added 16 elbows out rebounds, one expertly slung assist, one steal that took 50 bucks and the ball from CJ McCollum and two blocks that was so vicious, one of them not only sent poor Super Mario Hezonia, uh back to Croatia, but it, the block was so vicious it packed these bags and bought him a fucking bus ticket. 37 points, 16 rebounds, 9 made threes, 1 assist, 1 steal, 2 blocks. Don't tell the missus, but I think I've now got the names for our first six kids sorted out. Either way, the career high night from Bangers in the desert frightened poor Adam Silver so much. Adam Silver is, don't forget, the result of what happens if you mix a lawyer with one of those weird hairless cats. Then in an effort to contain Bangers' domination, Adam Silver shut down the entire bloody NBA. He looked at this and went, oh, fuck. Sure, most thought that it was because of COVID, but we all know the real reason was that coward Silver pulled the plug because he was afraid of what the Bangers-dominated NBA would do to his coddled crybabies like LeBron James and Steph Curry. So not only had Bangers set a career high, that's right, a career bloody high of 37 points, despite spending his entire career being ref like he was bloody Essendon and all the NBA refs were Hayden Kennedy, they shut down the league to slow him down. This is like Wilt or Kareem in college when they're banning dunks. This is more cooked than Molly Meldrum on Molly. It's more wonky than a brick fence in the inner northern suburbs of Melbourne. It's more anti-strain than that flog of a ref who gave an Italian diver penalty in the 2006 World Cup. But 37-16-1-1-2 and two on 12-23 field goals and 9-13 three-pointers, that's better than a green demon after a hard day of hard yakka. And I reckon after that career night, Bangers probably snuck into the locker room and reverse kang of the visit dunnies just for good measure because he fucking loves a good laugh. After all... 
It's no bloody coincidence, dink. there you go, that the Suns, who had spent years as a team more full of useless flogs than Frio, brought in bangers and immediately turned their franchise around and were going to make the finals the next year. I mean, it's why for a bloke who's more underrated than Grinspoon's debut and more beloved than Maccabi Diva, his absence in our lives after his terrifying fall at the Tokyo Olympics feels all the more painful. He was just bloody hitting his straps at age 34. But there you go. How's that? Not just boasting a trouser snake that gave old Tommy Heinsohn the night terrors. On this day, two years ago, Bangers put the fear of God into Adam Silver and shut down the NBA with one of the single greatest performances in NBA history. On your bangers, you little bloody beauty. There you go. NBA Australia, great moments in NBA Australia stat history. Right bloody there. Right. Paddy Mills game day ball game day Twitter check-in. It's a good read. I enjoyed that one. Uh, Rock'em, sock'em, block'em, jock'em Landale over there on the IGs just showing off his fit. Looking pretty schmick walking into the game today. But Joe Ingalls just jumped on. Look, I love recuperating Joe Ingalls, rehabbing Joe Ingalls. He's got nothing better to do than jump on the old tweet machine and fire him up. Uh, Joe, could you dunk on Jeremy Evans? Easily, right, Jeremy Evans? <laughs> Joe, who was the kindest teammate you've had? I've had a lot, but Ricky Rubio is definitely one of the best. We played in Barcelona together and obviously Utah. Hey, Joe Ingles, are you going to be at the Jazz Blazers game in Salt Lake on Wednesday? Eyes emoji, eyes emoji. Hey, Joe, do you listen to George Niang's podcast? Nah, screw George Niang 20. Uh, I'll be sporting this there, the Portland uh, double O jingles jersey. Prayer hands emoji, prayer hands emoji. Uh, JJ Reddick gave him the old uh, eyebrow raise when he was you know, out there tweeting about Ricky Rubio. Jingles replied, I'll give you credit. You did take me out for my first ever lunch as part of an NBA team. Lol. Thanks, JJ Reddick. <laughs> ah, Jingles. What an inspiration. I love him. Right, let's do some game previews for tomorrow. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks, Inverton Bane. Not a problem, Jimmy. Am I in the new Batman? I don't know, mate. Haven't seen it yet. Uh, <laughs> two of eight on the picks today. It was brutal. I thought I could trust Sacramento. Uh, you can never trust Sacramento. Denver just missed out on covering. Uh, I thought the Lakers... I thought LeBron would actually play yesterday when we did yesterday's show. No chance. I nailed the Dallas pick. But the two big ones, Miami and Minnesota, I think we both went with a plus 15 and a half. And, uh, yeah, they were actually bigger blowouts than that. So, here we are. Uh, tomorrow's games. We've got six games tomorrow. This should be a uh, pretty nice one tomorrow, actually. I'm looking forward to tomorrow's show. We've got Phoenix at Orlando, which is... One of those tricky ones because you're like, yeah, cool, Phoenix should smash Orlando. And then you realize it's in Orlando. Phoenix don't have Booker. They don't have CP3. Uh, the Magic are seven and a half point underdogs at home. It feels like one of those weird fucky games where Orlando push the Suns and the Suns pull it out of their ass. I'm going to go Orlando plus seven and a half. It might be a bit crazy. Call me nuts. But I just think they might. Brooklyn, they go to Charlotte. They'll have KD and Kyrie. They desperately need to win this one. I'm going Brooklyn minus three and a half. The Hornets, look, in terms of like the perimeter talent they have, without Gordy Hayward sort of plugging in the gaps, their defense is just a bit fucky. And Brooklyn's is not much better. But I think KD, Kyrie are going to have a point to prove. And there's going to be a smashing on show in Charlotte tomorrow. Uh, Cleveland versus Indy. The Cavs are four and a half point favorites in Indy. And it's a bit weird. Like, Indy, I just can't trust them at the moment. The Cavs, minus four and a half. It just feels like a few too many, though. So, uh, we're going to have to go with Indy at home. Just the Cavs, it's a bit of a spiral at the moment. Darius Rucker, Judy Garland is playing out of his mind. Mobley's all right. Lowry's actually turned a bit of a corner. Chetty the Jedi, Osman's all right as well. But without go the throw, without Karras, eh, it's a bit too much. I'm going to go the Pacers, plus four and a half. Pelicans, they go to the Grizzlies. This is awesome. Spindles Ingram versus Jar Morant. A couple of number two picks going hammer and tongs. Uh, the Grizz are five and a half point favorites against the Pals. I just think their defense is going to be a bit too much for the Pelicans. And uh, Steven Adams against his old team. Here comes the boom. Give me the Grizz minus five and a half. Bucks Thunder. Bucks are 14 and a half point favorites in OKC. Shy Gilgis Alexander. Can he help them cover? I just think the Bucks, bit of, out for a bit of blood. And uh, the Thunder will roll over, and this could be a bit of a bloody one. So give me the uh, Bucks minus 14 and a half. And then Clippers Warriors. So Warriors with their dudes back. So Steph Clay and Wigo. 
against the Clippers team that just loves to hang around and be a nuisance. I'm going to go the Clippers plus seven and a half, and I think the Warriors just win that one, but the Clippers uh, cover. It's a four-point Warriors win, 127-123. How's that sound? Good? Good. All right, and there you go. There's all the picks and uh, previews and everything. We'll wrap all that up for you tomorrow on tomorrow's show. Uh, we'll see how we're going with timing as well. I think we're uh, with a couple of days of the squid being sick. He's on the men now. He's all good, so I reckon he can go back to daycare as of tomorrow. He's been uh, right as rain today, just me and him. Hanging out, he and I, chilling, not illing. Just bros being dudes. Just dudes being bros. Just mate hangs. You love it. Either way. Um, so tomorrow should be a little bit earlier. Fingers crossed. Uh, but either way, in the meantime, make sure you're following about Australia on Twitter, Facey IGs, obviously. Uh, get out around NFL Australia with myself and Gaz. Uh, a bit of prep going into the uh, free agent and uh, draft stuff at the moment. By prep, I mean beers. Uh, <laughs> Adam with World Wrestling Australia. Go check that out on YouTube. Follow FWCIE on Twitter. Uh, NBAstraya.com slash shop. Get your merch, get your merch. Check us a rating review on your podcast app. Go to manscaped.com. Use the code Straya, you'll get 20% off and free shipping. TheDailyLiquor.com, use the code Straya, you'll get a free six-pack, and you get a Knowable. Download the Knowable app from your app store, bang in the code Straya, you get 20% off getting smarter as well. So that's getting your nuts looking great, a six-pack, and you're smart. It's a can't-lose combo. Uh, big thanks also go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. Check out the new band House Hats, and also always thanks go to Joshua De Laurentiis. Fascinator, Gold Mines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa, Sex Jedi, Green, 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 and Dozers for the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, and Facey, Apple Music. However you keep up the date, follow or listen to your bands, do that. NBA Australia supports Australian bands, so should you. And that's it. No skit again today just because out of time. You know, I'm looking after a six squid. <laughs> cut, us, cut us some fucking slack, would you? Uh, but we'll be back tomorrow. We'll have some. We'll probably do a Jingles HR, I think, tomorrow. All right. Talk to you then, you dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying, look after yourselves, would you? And later, Hosanna. <laughs> <laughs>